Hey everyone, it's your host, Kathy Bailey of It's Worth a Discussion, coming to you to let you know that there is now a simple way to create your podcast using the Anchor site. Just log on to anchor.fm to get started. It's fast, easy, and you'll have fun doing it. Happy podcasting. Hey there, welcome to It's Worth a Discussion, a podcast where we talk about everything. I am your host, Kathy Bailey, and today we will bring to the table mental health awareness. Let's dive right in. Well, welcome again to another episode of It's Worth a Discussion. I am your host, Kathy Bailey, and today I have with me um, a special guest, Mr. Tyrone Sykes. He is a licensed therapist in the area of mental health for adolescents, children, and adults. So I will have him introduce himself. Welcome back. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miss Kathy, for having me. You sound so professional with the guests. I'm so glad. Um, my name is Tyrone Sykes, and uh, I'm an owner of Ohio Family Counseling and a number of agencies in the area, and hopefully I can be able to spread some knowledge and some psychoeducation today about what we do and how we can help. Awesome. 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 We're, I'm excited to have you here. I know that you're going to give us a whole lot to chew on, so we just going <laughs> we going to dive right in, okay? We going to dive right in. Yes, yes. So, according to the CDC, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. And for those of you that don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So that is a big reason why we wanted to do this. And also um, just honing in on the fact that mental health is is really important. It's really important. Um, Awareness is really important. And I think it's really important for the black community. So... That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> definitely, definitely, Kathy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I, I want us to get what we need, and you know, I'm, I'm so, I'm such a person that I want to encourage people to get the help that they need, get the counseling that they need, go see your doctor, you know, yes. oh, all yes. that stuff, oh, yes. you know, for for our black people, because for some reason that's just not something that we do that well that stand on top of. And we, we want to be healthy. Of course, of course. Mind, body, and soul. We want to be course. healthy. So, of so let me start with this question. Um, what do you think is the most common reason why people don't seek help in the area of mental health? You know, there's a number of different reasons. And so, you know, I, I got to say that mental health is this is one of the reasons that it's important is it provides education. Um, and there's so many stigmas behind why people don't get the help that they need. Um, you know, I, I just love to bring up a couple is you always got to look back at the beginning. You mm-hmm. know, you think about the um, especially in the African-American community and people grow up in a household where something happens and then we don't talk about it. And we go around, it's the white elephant in the room. Hey, we don't talk about this. Something tragic happens, you don't bring it up at the kitchen Mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. Um, But it plays out in counseling because if you don't bring it up, it has to go somewhere. 
Yeah. Emotions go somewhere, things go somewhere, and as you develop, you don't know how to talk about emotions. It's like something you ain't used. If you ain't used it in a long time, can you you know how to use it right. when it's ten years down the line? And sometimes that can be critical for people in the emotional world. So I hope that yeah. kind of makes some sense about why people yes. we have a number of different stigmas that we have to break through and start using. Yes. So. And so do you think that like some people are just kind of afraid to open those emotions up and, and get oh, deep yeah. in there? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a number of different fears. You know, you think about it. You come from a community. Hey, tough guys don't bring out their emotions. Um, you a punk if you say this. And so it is a trauma inside itself. If you don't bring out your emotions um, other things happen. Sadness can turn into depression. Mm, it can yes. turn into resentment. It can turn into hate. Yes. Um, it can turn into negative coping skills. You know, a lot of yeah. us experience that, and especially in the African-American community. They go to the wrong things to help themselves, and then it turns into a whole other problem. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. So you kind of touched on it just a teeny tiny bit when you talked about um Men being tough. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's talk about that. <laughs> um, let's dig in. Yes, 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 yes. Let's talk, talk about that. Let's talk about men's mental health and the the difficulty in getting them to seek counseling or even admitting that they need help. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a stigma with men because sometimes men, you know, a lot of different facets are. Hey, you gotta be tough. Don't cry. Um, I use this common example, you know, think about a young man that falls off a bike when he's about seven or eight years old. Mm -hmm. and that dad or that person says, hey, boys don't cry or boys don't do this. Mm -hmm. I cringe when I hear it sometimes because from a physical standpoint, if you don't let out tears, your body is trying to resolve its problems. And tears are one of the biggest mechanisms to help you out. It releases that emotion to help you resolve your problems. But if you holding it in, it's doing exactly that. You are bottling up. Mm -hmm. um, and it happens. It happens up into adulthood. Um, I definitely got to say it is, um, you know, it's noble for, hey, we don't want you to be tough, but there's different ways to be tough. And holding in tears and holding in how you feel does not make you tough. Ooh. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Holding in tears does not make you tough. Woo. Yeah, that's that's the good one right there. That's a good one. So I'm trying to just kind of wrap my head around why it's so hard for black men to do that. I mean, I know that it's probably tough across all races. Of you course, know. of course. Um, but I, I'm just trying to really hone in as to why that's such a big deal for black men and like some of the different ways that it manifests itself as they get older. Right. Because they didn't talk about it. Yeah, there's a number of, you know, of different reasons. And you got to think, I, I will say you're right. Everybody has their things that they're trying to get through. There's a lot of things, a lot of men across every race that have things that they're working on. Mm -hmm. But you got to think about it. Um, trauma, the things that we, we take it from a generation. It comes from generation back to, and, and I'm not trying to say, hey, this is because of slavery, but stress is because if you unresolve stuff in previous generations, it carries over. Mm -hmm. It carries over into a system. Um, something I always like it to be important to say, it's not just, it's the, the support that's around as well. So everybody from not just the men, it's the family, it's how we resolve yeah. problems in a system that is really most important. Yeah. And yeah. so... Um, yeah, definitely hope that makes a little yes, bit of clarity. Yes, it, it does. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about Ohio Family Counseling and just how you got into it, your passion for helping people and, and things of that nature. 
I love it. Ohio Family Counseling is my baby and it is growing into a teenager. I can tell uh, by the way you light up when I you start talking, talking about I, it. You know, I, I, I tell people this story um, and I'm, I'm going to go a little bit even more in depth. When I started this company, people were like, hey, what got you into counseling? And I said, you know, counseling kind of, we found each other. Mm-hmm. And it, it turned into my passion. I had to want to, um, just like a lot of people, I had to help myself. I was at a point in my life where I had things going on. I had to say, you know, I couldn't get to where I needed to be unless my mental health was together. Okay. I uh, I remember I was looking at a picture um, with me and my youngest sons, and I didn't have no direction in life, no purpose. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I didn't know where the next meal was gonna come from. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it made me realize I didn't want to provide that for my next generation in life. I had mm-hmm. to get, and it started with my mental health first. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so, but yeah, going back to Ohio Family Counseling, this is. Um, we got a couple of different locations around Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I do therapy. Um, we do group counseling. We do anger management. Counseling is in everything and everywhere. And so I wanted to incorporate that into um, into what I do. So we have group home living. We have um, events that we do in the community. Oh, we great, support great, great. we support everything that is good and righteous. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good and righteous. I love it. Yes, yes. That's so good. So, can you kind of talk about um, the impact that the pandemic had on mental health? Yes, yes. It is, that is definitely a gas because uh, COVID was an eye-opener, an eye-opener for everybody. Yeah. Um, you think about it. We live this life where everybody is constantly moving, constantly got things going on. But when things slow down, mm-hmm. um, you have to go home, take accountability for yourself, what's going on in your mind, what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, and that's what we saw in COVID. It was change. Yeah. It wasn't just the it wasn't just the health part of it. It was, hey, I have to go home. I'm with these kids all day. I'm right. with the, I'm with the you are people people will live their life and work yes. and go to their same CVS. They go to their yes. same grocery store every day and they will go home just to work hard enough just to go to sleep and get up and do it all over again. Yes. And yes, so yes. Um, COVID gave us extra stressors. People had extra stress. They realized a lot of people didn't know they were depressed until things mm-hmm. slowed down. They didn't know that they were anxious mm-hmm. or had anxiety until they had enough time to think about it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, as I end this off, that we all have to have some level of socialization. Socialization brings yeah. us around people. We support ourselves. And so um, COVID was definitely an eye opener to, Hey, we have to start rethinking what we need to do to change and take care of ourselves better. Yeah, that's, so. that's really good. Um, I think I had mentioned to you before that we did a previous episode towards the beginning when mm-hmm. we first got started about, um, some of the pros and cons of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, I'm saving money because I don't have to drive to the office and yeah. you know, all that yeah. other kind of stuff. But, um, I think that having that opportunity to, learn yourself yes during the pandemic was big right some of us didn't want to learn ourselves oh yeah because that i mean that that's huge when you're saying you know turn the mirror on myself and look at you know look Look at what's going yeah you know gotta be in the mirror (laughs) yeah you know what's going on with me and you know how you know people related to their spouses and how they related to their children you know because you have that nine ten hour you know break you know that you're not with them but the pandemic really brought it all back full circle to say, hey. Right, right. Brought it back full circle. It introduced new factors. I mean, another part, you know, stress is 
stress is compounding. If you got one more stress, we're all one level away from, you know, either being at a bad place. And so it yes. is that that COVID stress was definitely the, the push over the edge for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And so. shout out to the parents that had to stay home and homeschool their children. <laughs> Going back to that That part. was a whole different <laughs> level of stress. You know, I, I, I applaud those parents hands down for, for doing that for sure. For sure. So if, if we are in a situation where we have a relative or a close friend that we feel may be dealing with some mental health issues, what can we do to help them? Um, there's a number of different things, but I always tell people you got to be genuine first. And you have to put yourself in a point where you're able to say the I statements. I want to help you out. I care about you. A lot of times I'll even, I love to be direct. Some people will take, try to help somebody and they go, you, you need help. Mm-hmm. You the wrong person is wrong. You, this is why you are the way you are. Um, and so being genuine, holding accountability and making that walk with them. If somebody needs help, hey, let's go together. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't go with that person, you know, even in counseling, I tell people, I'll walk that walk with you. It's the biggest thing. I'll walk that walk with you. I'll walk in the door with you. Sometimes in life, you got to look at it. If I send you through the door by yourself, do you really want to go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I think that, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I think that um, anxiety is at the top of the list. Anxiety and depression is probably at the top of the list when we talk about mental health disorders. Um and I think that maybe sometimes people don't want to get help because they don't want to be labeled. Of course, of course. So that that's a big thing too, especially yeah. in the black community. We don't yeah. we don't like to be labeled. We like to look yeah. like we got it all together yeah. at all times. Yes. So yes, yes. Can you can you yeah. kind of speak to that? Yeah, a present bit? presentation. Their yeah, presentation is a lot. Anxiety um, is so super important um, to know because it's really just a fear of the future. You don't know what's happening next. It's the uncertainty. Um, and you know, I actually, what a guy's Confucius used to say, he said the people that, um, you see, live in the past have problems with depression. The people that don't understand the future have problems with anxiety. And so, um, anxiety is really what it is. You have to address those fears. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have fears that they don't even know why they're there. And even in the past, the past just means you have things you haven't resolved or haven't accepted. And so that's what life is about. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what you need to accept Figuring out what goals you need to get to the future. That's why it's important to have your passion, your purpose. It helps pull you forward. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So can you, bonus question. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So can you just kind of talk about um, some of the barriers that the black community faces when trying to get counseling? Um, you know, there's a there's a number of different barriers because there's so many different types of therapists. There's so many different types of help. Um, one of the biggest barriers is that people come in with a resistance. They come in with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. When yeah. you come into counseling, you can't, you know, it's like withholding information. Well, if I don't know everything, then how can I help? Um, what I do suggest, I tell people, hey, find somebody, you know, therapists, do your research. Look them up. Psychology Today mm-hmm. provides profiles on every therapist and what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, in life, I look at it as you got to ask questions. And 
Look at it as a therapist. It's like finding a good hairdresser, a good doctor. You need to know who you, That's if right. you got a good, hey, this is the person I want working on me. Who's going to lay them edges it, right? Yeah, <laughs> who, who is going to do it right? Because if they don't do it right and they leave a bad taste, you will not go back to them again. Yes, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, and I, and I think that maybe sometimes, because I, I kind of been doing a lot of research and studies about, you know, what are some of the barriers that we face as a black community, I know. Maybe just not having the proper health insurance, I mean, the insurance, you know, to cover that service and um, or maybe it's not geographically desirable, you know, definitely, definitely. you know, that's you got to you you have to be able to. It's a couple of different things. Mm -hmm. You know, people come into therapy and you have to have a mind state to say, hey, people come in, hey, you need to fix me today. And that's not really how therapy works. Therapy is a process. Therapy is everyday life. Therapy doesn't stop with being just in therapy once. It is consecutive. And so I always I do encourage people, especially in our community, come in with an open mind. Come in mm -hmm. with more information. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's very important in the communities to understand. Don't come in with the expectation, hey, they didn't fix me in one day. I ain't going back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and one thing I've heard also, um, even from, like, my own peers I don't want to go to therapy because what they can't tell me something that I don't already know. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. People will. You have this. Um, people have this outlook, and they think they know everything, and so it's really a coping mechanism. Hey, I think I know everything. I'm already fine. It's a shell that keeps everybody on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, they used to say that there are four perspectives in life, and it keeps you in the reality. There's things that. People that you know about yourself that others know. They may know that you got a, a dog at home. Mm -hmm. You got a couple mm -hmm. kids. There are things that you know that don't nobody else know. That may mean you may sleep with a retainer at night or mm -hmm. something in your mouth. There mm -hmm. are things that you don't know that others know. And I tell this joke, this may be the person that is in the office and his breath stinks. And mm -hmm. everybody knows that everybody knows it stinks but him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are mm -hmm. things that you don't know about yourself. Mm -hmm. And there are things that others don't know either. Wow. And that's your subconscious. And, and so you can never give 100% that, hey, I know what's wrong with me because you don't. Yeah. Not in every case. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. hope that makes sense. Yeah, I'll explain it. Does. it so. <laughs> so basically, in order to get to therapy, you just got to. Yeah, you, you got to go in the door. You have to tell you want to be open minded. You don't want to be defensive about it. Some people don't want to hear. And, and you have to take into account. Sometimes it's difficult taking in what the mirror shows you. <laughs> yes yes that that's a true statement that's a true statement so what if you could give us any nugget in the world uh -uh. <laughs> if uh -uh. you could leave this podcast and say i just want to make sure those listeners heard one thing what do you feel that it would be um there's a couple things i think that people if they know understand what genuine is genuine is hey this is i've been here before do it with love in your heart um, if you have anxiety, I told this uh, recently to somebody else, you want to put a plan together. Put a plan together to move mm -hmm. yourself forward. Mm -hmm. um, put acceptance in your life. People say, hey, I ain't, you don't forgive a problem, but you can accept that it happened and move forward. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. And so um, that's important. You know, give a call today. It's hard. It is very hard to, you know, get past that range. But you can once you get in there, it is beneficial. Yes. Um, I tell people if they don't do it for themselves, look for the future generation. Look at their kids. Look at something that, hey, this is what I'm doing this for. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in the way of anxiety, because I can't let you go without bringing this back. Because, listen, the last time we this has stuck with me since the last time we talked. 
you said something about anxiety will be the thing that stands you up out of bed. Like, tell, tell oh, me yeah. that again. Tell me it, that again. <laughs> anxiety will stand you straight up in the morning if it's unresolved. It has oh, nothing to do with proper sleep. It means that you got stuff on your mind. And ultimately, it's unhealthy. You got okay. stuff. You got stuff. Problems, stress. It will stand you straight up in the morning. Um, what I tell people is that, hey, they think it's fine. They think it's okay. But eventually... Mm-hmm. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna shake. Anxiety at that point become can become astronomical. It can make you sick. And I talk about um, biggest thing in the black community is people go, "Hey, what's all going on with this high blood pressure? What's mm-hmm. going on with these strokes?" It is. Yes. You really have yes. to know that your body is takes it works. If you stressed out, it other things play out. That's where hypertension comes into play. That's where heart attacks come into yes. play. You have to resolve your stress or it comes out in other ways. Yes, yes, so. yes. That that was something also that I was studying, just all the different consequences of not getting the help that we need um, as a black community um, and those physical ailments and yes. disorders, you know, and even, you know, alcoholism, drug, like, you know, you're, because you're trying to find that yeah. outlet. Yeah, it's a negative. It's a negative coping me- mechanism. Sometimes we have stuff. We deal with it for years. We're younger. Everybody can deal with certain, but sometimes it catches up and you get 35, 36, 40. Your body don't react the same. You don't pop up like oh, it no, used to anymore. <laughs> no. So it usually is a choice you have to make yes. at that point. And if you don't make the right choice, then things could end up a little bit sooner than you thought. Yes, 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 you're right about that. Makes that makes sense. No, it does, it does. And then you told me also something about um, what the brain is doing while we're sleeping with all of the stuff that we got. Oh, yes, thank on. you for reminding me. Tell me about so that. So much information. It is so, a lot of people that one of the most important areas that you have to look at in therapy is your sleep. If you're not sleeping well, um, you're not resolving your problems. Your brain has certain stages it has to get through of sleep. It has to have, be at the fourth level where you're at your most comforted level, your brain resolves its problems in its sleep. And when you get up, you wake up fresh. But think about it. If you don't resolve your problems, if you don't get enough sleep, you wake up with the same problem that you had yesterday. Mm. Some people do that for years over. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah, always look at sleep is very important. If that's something that, hey, if you're getting anything four hours, five hours of sleep, it's unhealthy. Okay. And every clinician in the world will tell you that. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Double Jeopardy. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. Double Jeopardy because yeah. I wanted to make sure that we talked about this again. Um, social media. Yes, yes, yes. How the social media affects mental health. Yes, um, I can take two podcasts to talk about social media, but I won't do it today. I'm going to just get comfortable. Just go go ahead. No, social media, you know, I always tell clients to make sure they know what they're taking in. Sometimes we look at stuff and we're going, wow, such and such is on vacation, such and such is living this great life. And it it creates a perception in our own head. It creates resentment in our own head. Um, A lot of people will look at social media. It'll be three, four hours out of their day. Um, the biggest thing I love to talk about is looking at devices. Mm-hmm. It really, um, not even just social media, but video games. A lot of times people don't know it slows your brain down. If your brain is slowed mm-hmm. down, it's hard to concentrate. It's where that ADHD comes from. Mm-hmm. It's where these things, I, you know, and so you have to really take an account. If you've been looking at something all day, you don't want to take care of anything else. You want to look at social media. You want to look at, you know, and so... Um, one of the other biggest things is do things in moderation. You look at social media, look at it for a half an hour, 15 minutes, and then take a break and do something else. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what about social media before bed? Because I'm, I'm guilty. I'm, I'm, I am guilty. I will confess. 
that there have been times where I have been uh-uh. in bed looking at social media and then when I close it down, my brain is all over the place and I can't go to sleep. Still moving. You got to think about it. Your body, just like it's a process, you want to wind down. If your brain is still going, you're looking at social media, you, you're going, you're firing. It take, it's taking your body a long time to, to relax and get to where it needs to be. It's like a computer. If you're taking a long time for it to shut down and relax, then mm-hmm. you're working against sleep. You're not helping it. Yes. And so I do tell people, do things in moderation. If it's something that you... You want to, you know, to wean off. You never, you got to be careful about going cold turkey all at once because it can be, it could be a harder relapse. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay, yes, it does. Yes, it does. So are there any um, events that you may have coming up that maybe others could know about if they want to attend? Do you have anything like that going on? We have a number of events. What I do tell people is just so my brain is always going a million miles a minute. Um, take a look at our website, OhioFamilyCounseling.com. We have a number of things that we're working on. Um, one of our biggest things is human trafficking in the community, something wow. completely in a left field that um, that people should be aware of. Yes. Human trafficking with kids, with human trafficking on social media and devices. Predators are they're 99% likely to get on devices and they can... Um, talk to your kids. They are building bonds. They're building rapport. Um, and so we. this is our current initiative is the human trafficking movement because a lot of people go, oh, no, it won't happen in my community. And I'll be honest with you, it's real. It's happening. It's happening. And so, you know, you hate to see a loved one that is comes up missing. Um, and going back to family system, somebody hurt ends up hurting it to affect the whole system, not just that person, the mm-hmm. parents, the father. Mm-hmm. Um, mental health, that is basic form. And so, yep, so take a look at our website. We have plenty of prevention um, awareness in the community talking about how to keep your voice is one of our biggest things. A lot of times um, getting off on the bonus is to make sure that you keep your voice. A lot of times when we are in pain or we're traumatized, we lose our voice. We don't know how to speak up. And okay. so this is something in mental health we address. And so a lot of things in our prevention and awareness, we talk about how to keep your voice. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. And then you said that you have two locations. Yep, so yep, we, yep we, got, we got a couple of locations. And so we have um, a location that's in North Olmstead, um, located right nor- near Great Northern Mall. And so you can look us up. We're on 26777 uh, Lorraine Road, Suite 320 in North Olmstead. And then we also have a location in Garfield. Um, you can look on our website for the appointments there. And we have another location that will be opening up in Strongsville, Woo-hoo! Ohio, coming July 1st, <laughs> um, concentrating on just individual therapy and medication management. And so I love it. Um, we look forward. Please reach out. Um, if we can help, we can help. If not, we will send you to a place that can help. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I mean, congratulations to you for the three locations. Thank you. Thank you. That is that is so major. Um, so you're you're making it available to everybody. Yes. Yes. I appreciate that. I love that. I love that. I love that because I think that um, the geographical you know situation is something that that's big for a lot of people. Um, of our culture, not being able to get to these places or find these places or, you know, um, them not having available appointments at the time that they need them and, you know, so on and so forth. So we really want to make sure that we are tackling those barriers and you are well on your way. So thank you so much for that. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you for allowing me on the show. (laughs) Absolutely. I appreciate you being here. Um, I appreciate you taking taking time out of your day to come in and be with us and, you know, just talk about 
how important mental health awareness is. So do you have any last remarks that you want to give us? No, I don't want to spill it all at once, so I tried to get it out. I'm thinking, you know, if I came off definitely nervous, I have to be aware of where I'm at. Um, but I love, you know, find, I love, please reach out to us, 440-779-9565. We're at Ohio Family Counseling. Uh, we want to hear from you. Absolutely. <laughs> so again, thank you so much, Tyrone. And thank you to all of you for listening. Hey, if you are listening to this podcast, make sure you share this link with others. Like I said, this is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we want to get as many people help as much as possible. This is so super important. There's a lot going on in our city, in our community, in our state, in our world. And, and people need to have this information. They need the help, not just the black community. It's it's across all races, but you know, fortunately we're, we're honing in on the black community today. But um, if you're listening to this podcast, please, please, please share this link with someone. Reach out to us if you have questions later on. If you have questions, for Mr. Tyrone Sykes that you want me to get to him later, go ahead and send us an email at iwadtalk21 at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to forward those questions to him. It only it only takes one click or one phone call <laughs> does, to, to get you that help. And we definitely want to help you. So we are so happy that you were able to join us. And until next time, peace out. Yes, ma'am. <laughs>